Hey there, I'm Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Jennifer Farr Davis. She's author of The Pursuit of Endurance, Harnessing the Record-Breaking Power of Strength and Resilience. Jennifer is an Appalachian Trail record setter, and she sets out on a new quest to find out what defines endurance, where it comes from, and how we can harness it to achieve our dreams. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Jennifer Farr Davis. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm thinking by now, you've probably like hiked, done all this great stuff where most of us are just waking up. (laughs) Oh, well, today, uh, you know, I've actually been very busy in the office, but I'm looking outside at the beautiful mountains and planning a hike for later. Fantastic. So let me back up before we get into this book. What first led you to pursue, you know, hiking and all these different things? I'm, I'm assuming this was maybe years ago or when you were a teenager? Yeah, it's been about 15 years now that I've really um, been very active on trails and active as a hiker. But it's funny because I didn't grow up hiking and backpacking or spending much time outdoors. And that was kind of the problem. That was what led me to the trail. Oh. I graduated from college and didn't know the difference between an oak tree and a maple tree and so there was something deep inside of me like this void or this voice saying like go outside move be in a natural (laughs) setting learn about the outdoors and I think a lot of people have that because you know as people since the beginning of time we've been outdoor creatures who have used our bodies and worked hard and, and moved in a natural setting so I think people still have that need. So what was the day like where all of a sudden you said, wow, this is what I've been missing? I think it was really early on, actually. And and I think it was, I would say that transition happened when, at first, I mean, it was such a struggle. It was so hard to learn to live outdoors. Like one of the things I say is like, you never realize how much it rains <laughs> until you're like outside all the time. You're like, oh man, it rains a lot. Yeah. But I think I spent, you know, the first part of this journey really frustrated that the trail wasn't what I wanted it to be because mm-hmm. obviously I wanted, you know, nice weather and those <laughs> pictures you see in the granola bar commercial. Right. Like that's what I expected. And when I recognized that I couldn't control my environment, it was bigger than me, it didn't owe me anything, all I could do is adapt and change and learn and embrace it for what it was, then it was like, oh, you know, I am the one who needs to change. And and when I do, I feel like I'm so much better able to exist and enjoy this. And so I think I had to change before I could make that connection. Oh, that's really great. So tell me about some of these great mentors I'm reading about that influenced you. Um, So I really love this book. I've written several books, and this is by far my favorite because, you know, it goes beyond my experience and my story or the focus of just one other person or one trail. And it brings this collection of people together who have accomplished just like mind-blowing feats on the trail But the reason I love them is because they're all, you know, they're all friends of mine, teachers of mine, mentors. And when you just sit down with them, when you you just Mm -hmm. talk to them like people and you hear their story, it's really their like off off trail story that is so gripping and captivating and also relatable. And it's just funny because to me, it's just a parallel track. Like they've been through such 
you know, hard things in life off trail, like the loss of a loved one, a divorce, yes. climbing out of debt, an abusive home, emotional neglect, violence. And then the way they survived that and, you know, got stronger and got better, it's connected to the same tools and skills they use on the trail to say, okay, how do I get across this river? How mm-hmm. do I get past this mountain? How do I keep going? I don't think I can. No one's ever done this. And so, you know, the book is really telling two stories and one is about what we can do off trail and the other one is just sharing these inspirational adventure tales of people who are just fascinating, fascinating folks. You know, that's what I found so intriguing about your book because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And Mm -hmm. we all go through these ups and downs and it's how we develop this grit and this endurance through life's, you know, tough moments. And you can't just go around the moment. You have to go through that tough time. And it sounds like, you know, you learn so much from these mentors. Oh, totally. And, you know, this book, it's funny. I went into it thinking, like, I'm going to find the similarities between these people and decode endurance and find out what you need to do to endure and do well. And one thing I love is I got to the end and I was like, nope, they're different. They're all <laughs> real different. Like, And it, it's almost this like personality profile where people are going to read the book and think, wow, these, you know, seven characters who share their stories and their accomplishments on trail, they're also different. They're also unique. I relate to some more than others, but every single one of them has a lesson that they can like share, you know, and that's what for me was so cool is I thought I knew endurance. Like I hiked the trail in 46 days. I averaged 47 miles a day. And then I talked to these people and I was like, oh no, I have such a better understanding. And I, it was just cool how I relayed the lessons that they taught me not to the trail, but to you know, relationships and work and being a parent and being a spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the carryover. That's the carryover message of endurance. I love when you start a project and you think, yeah, this is where it's going. And it leads you down a different path with these different themes. And it's so much self-discovery. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think I did go into it um, sort of with a theory of what I would find or discover. But but the conclusion was so much better because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, what I found is that there is no perfect body. There is no pedigree. There is no real building block of endurance. It's something that's inside of us all. Like that is what I came to. It's like everyone has this ability to endure. It's hardwired in our DNA. That is what allows us to exist and persist as a species. And so it's a, a journey for us to just uncover our endurance and ask what we are capable of. I, I, by the way, I want to congratulate you. You were a uh, National Geographic Adventurer of the Year. How did that feel? Thank you. It was a really amazing honor. But I think the thing that made it special for me is when they named me a um, National Geographic Adventurer of the Year, they were very clear to say, we're not giving you this because you hike the trail faster than anyone else. That doesn't really matter to us. But We are recognizing you because you took a different approach to the trail and you took a different mindset to the trail. And so when it comes to these, when it comes to these records, first of all, most everyone thought it it would be divided into a a male and female category and that only men would hold the fastest time. Um, So I had to, you know, break that stereotype. And I also did it by hiking and not running. So Mm -hmm. I was competing against men who win 100-mile races, and 
I've never won a 5K, but I thought I am the turtle. This is the tortoise in the hair. I'm going to be more efficient. I'm going to be more consistent. I'm going to have a great strategy and a great team. And I believe because of that and because speed and strength don't matter in feats of extreme endurance, I can be successful. So, um, yeah, I think taking that different approach and, and, and being recognized for that more than the numbers really, really felt good. I'm looking at the back of your book, and I interviewed uh, Dean it's Karnazes. Karnazes? Mm-hmm. I interviewed mm-hmm. him years ago, ultra marathoner. Um, I'm looking at you. I mean, you're so strong. How do you take care of yourself? What do you, what do, you do to build this endurance to do these things? Well, it's funny because um, I actually love the cover photo for the book. The one on the front is very intense. Yes. And I'm on one of my favorite mountains on the Appalachian Trail. But what people don't know about that picture is it wasn't taken when I was setting the record. It was taken eight months after giving birth to my second (gasps) child. Oh, come on. And (laughs) no, the backstory of it is that I had like one day to get this photo. And so I took my kids and a good friend. We camped out in a tent in a rainstorm. And then I woke up first thing the next morning to try to go get this picture. So I just felt like that is endurance. That is. You know, getting three hours of sleep (laughs) in a tent with your like 10 months, no, eight months old and three year old and like going and trying to get a, a photo. So I think. Yes, my legs are big. I have strong calves. But there's even this look of, like, intensity on it. And my friends are like, you're so fierce. How are you so fierce? And I'm like, well, you know, usually I'm a good time. But after spending the night in a rainstorm with your kids, like, you look kind of scary, you know? (laughs) Exactly. No, you look tough. You look badass. I'm thinking, okay, this is why she beat out most men. Because look at what women do. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And it's funny because even in my research, like, this expert physiologist was breaking down the um, gender differences. And he was like, yeah, as far as our bodies are concerned, I don't think there's a real gender difference and distances over 2000 miles. But he's like, I might give the advantage to a female because we've evolved as caregivers and we're very, very good at chronic pain over an extended period of time. Um, So anyway, interesting, so much interesting stuff that I found along this journey. And you've written so many books. I mean, you've got at least, I'm seeing what, this is your ninth book? Or are there more? This is my seventh. Oh, but this seventh, is, okay. This one feels, this one feels different. Um, I think it's a, there was just more sacrifice. It was a bigger voice. Um, my editor was so wonderful. And, you know, I've written all these books and I love storytelling. And mm-hmm. I love saying you know, here's the scene on the trail and really bringing people into that. And I I don't draw too many conclusions in my writing. And this book, you know, without being preachy or didactic, the editor was like, you have to have some authority. Like you've hiked 15,000 miles, Mm you've set records, like draw some conclusions. And so I think that was a fun, big, scary challenge. And then just the ability to portray my friends who like I love and and they were so vulnerable and so open with me and putting them into my book and my words, it just feels, feels big. So, um, this is my seventh book, but it, it is, it's whole, it's own animal. Incredible. So what's on your to-do list? Cause you've done so many things. You just recently completed the 1175 mile mountains to the sea hike in North Carolina with your husband and your two children. What's yeah. next? Well, it's funny. I actually even more recently just 
in the past week and a half before this book came out and we're about to set out on a four-month book tour and life just feels so full right now like I have my young kids Mm -hmm. I have a business and when I was on this trail the past time like I always think well what is the trail teaching me because it always teaches you something and usually that lesson comes through like a challenge or a hardship or something that's very uncomfortable and um, on this last hike it just all felt so good like it it was like you know what I've trained for 15 years and I can go out and I can backpack and I can do 20 miles a day and at the end I think and it might be a hard lesson for me to learn but it was like you know you've built up this capacity and endurance and you don't always have to do harder things right now you can just enjoy it um so that's my goal I want to just enjoy the trail and enjoy this book that I've poured so much of myself in and try to share those stories and enjoy my young kids and that's my goal. That is fantastic. And you know, I'm not a big runner. I used to run a lot and then I hurt my back, but I love hiking. I love walking. I mean, you're just seeing everything around you. You're, you're breathing in the fresh air and you're taking it all in. And I, I also feel like you're processing whatever's going on in your life. Yes. And that is like a gift of hiking is, you know, I think in our culture, we just jump from one thing to the next so quickly and the trail provides transition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know some of my most memorable hikes, I did one right after I got engaged before I got married. And instead of having to plan a wedding, I got to think about the importance of marriage and commitment. And I think even many transitions within your day, like if you can carve out 30 minutes to just go for a walk in nature, like you get to be more intentional for the rest of the day about what you're doing. Because like you said, your mind has space and time to process and mm-hmm. make it plan and, and breathe. And I think having those practices um, are so important. And, I'm, and there's many ways to do it. Meditation is one. But, you know, I, I can say I'm one person who I go crazy if I'm indoors or if I'm still. Yes, me too. <laughs> so, yeah, I hear you. So for me, you know, I need to be outdoor. I need that repetitive motion to really reach that kind of like place of clarity. Mm-hmm. So I know we have to wrap, but where can people find out more about you? So I'm on social media on Facebook is Jennifer, Jennifer Farr Davis or Instagram or Twitter is um, Jen Farr. It's P-H-A-R-R Davis. And then um, my hiking company, if you're on the East Coast, is Blue Ridge Hiking Company. And you can find the book online or at your local bookstore. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much for calling in. It's been wonderful and I feel so inspired. I want to go like do some incredible hike. Take now. a hike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. All right, guys, I'm leaving work. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Have a great day. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of our conversation, it is up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock.